I'm a zombie. I've been bitten. No! You're listening to the survival podcast for zombie nerds everywhere. Zombies Ate My Podcast. Hello, this is Zombies Ate, your, Ate My Podcast, and I am your host this week, Lou Page, underground in a secure location here in Maine, and I am joined with my fellow co-host here, Ryan. Why don't you say hello to everybody, Ryan? Hello. I am not underground in a secure location. I am above ground in a normal house uh, in suburban Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. Well, that's what you want us all to believe anyway. Yeah, well, really, that echo that you hear is just I'm underground in a secure location in Peterborough, Ontario, Canada. As you can tell this week, it, there will be no Bob this week, uh, We're just, and this is going to be a shorter episode. We're going to do some uh, talking about some Ash vs. Evil Dead, because I'm not the only one that's seen it now. Yay! So. We did our homework. Yes, we did homework. But before we get to Ash vs. Evil Dead, we got some news. has completely devastated over 150 of the world's major regions and is spreading rapidly. Some Walking Dead news to start. Apparently, at a convention, Norman Reedus was bitten by a fan. A female fan got very excited and bit him in the neck. (laughs) I mean, like, you know, when you get excited and you just want to chow down on somebody... It's normal, right? Uh, no. It's normal? Fine. No. Okay, and well. uh, the, the, there is no charges being pressed against the fan, but she is no longer welcome at Walker Stalker Cons anywhere in the country. <laughs> That's too bad. I mean, I, I mean, I, I, I joke. Like, you get excited and you just want to bite someone, but a stranger, like someone who, like, is putting themselves out there, you know, knowing Norman, there's a lot of Norman Reed, Reedus fans out there, and it's kind of like... I'm putting myself out there knowing that there might be crazies around within biting distance. And, uh, yeah. And I, I think there was an actual photo of of uh, the fan that had done it. Like, she had posted on Instagram. Yeah. And she was hauled away in handcuffs. Crazy. Well, that's why you don't bite people, man. You just don't No, no. Do it. It, it actually, uh, being bitten by a person is actually really dangerous because... Besides the zombie thing, in real life, it can cause a lot of infections. Because from person to person, there's a lot of different viruses in your mouth between people that if it gets exposed to your bloodstream, it's uh, not a pretty thing. Don't don't bite people. Yeah. That's, like, I think that's the big takeaway. The saliva can carry some, some pretty gross things. Yes, it can. How do you feel about Batman, Ryan? i big fan. Are you a big fan? Yeah, well, Batman and me go way back. I mean... They do. The only difference we had in our childhood is that my parents weren't brutally murdered. Okay. That's the big but difference. So you, but so your parents own a wealthy conglomerate and you rule, you rule uh, an entire city? Okay, maybe my parents don't own a, a, a wealthy conglomerate. They own, they own a, a, you know, a does-well-for-itself con- conglomerate. So, uh, Ryan, mm-hmm. why are we talking about Batman. We're talking about this Batman. Is a zombie show. It, well, occasionally, 
there's these things called fan films. All right, stay with me. And what happens is sometimes they mash up genres like Harley Quinn from the Batman franchise fighting off zombies. And there's a short film called Harley Quinn vs. Zombies. It's, it's well-named. It describes everything that's in the movie. Um, and to be honest, I watched, I, I watched a good portion of it. And uh, the only reason I had stopped is because we were going to record this show. And the, the woman who plays Harley Quinn is pretty great at what she does. She's, she's, got, she's nailed it down. She's actually a more calmer Harley Quinn, but she takes out zombies with, uh, with quite the Harley Quinn-ness. Yeah, she nails the voice. She nails the theme. She nails the costume and everything. Uh, my only gripe is with some of the action. You can tell it's a low-budget film and that they didn't know how to do some special effects because they do a lot of quick cuts when it comes to the fight sequence. Or covered and, cuts. Yeah, like... or they do a covered cut where she shoots somebody in the head. They do two where she does an, They do this awesome take where she shoots them and you just see her through the hole in their head, which is a, it, which is a really creative shot. But then later on, she shoots another one that's laying on the ground in the head, and they do it where the head is behind two spokes in a in like a a chair uh, a bench park bench behind her and while i get what they were doing and it looks it's an artsy shot yeah it's kind of weak because when she shoots him there's not like gore it looks like they just blasted a piece of uh, cardboard or something into blue paper everywhere and it's kind of like what the the, the short film's weakest weakest flaw but the the acting and it's pretty decent and it's really funny yeah, and it's and the style of the film is really cool too because it's got uh, Harley Quinn's standout red is the only color you see red it, it, throughout the short film. Everything else is in black and white, so it it really helps accent Harley Quinn as she's moving through this this not horde of zombies but grouping of zombies in action and the way she interacts with other characters is kind of like a fish out of water experience. So it's not like set in the DC universe. It's just Harley Quinn stuck in a normal-ass zombie apocalypse scenario where there's people trying to survive and she's it's, just it's, being Harley Quinn. It's very creative. There'll be links in the show notes if you want to see the film. Yeah, it's worth it's checking It's over out. on Geek Tyrant. Yeah, for sure. But before we get into Ash versus Evil Dead, how about Ash versus Lobo versus the DC Dead? Yeah, so... Is it just me, or has there been an Ash? Is this a continuation of the Ash versus fan film? There was one actually. There was one versus Marvel Heroes. Wasn't yeah, and he's there? even got the Iron Man arm still. Yeah. So it is a continuation. I, it's got to be a continuation, and this isn't actually out yet. There is only a trailer for it, but it looks like we're going to get uh, a a bigger portion than we got with the last fan film. Yeah. So the, if the, you liked the Ash versus the Marvel zombies, keep your eyes out because Ash is going to go up against Lobo and uh, zombies in the DC universe soon. Yeah, it's it's got a heavy feature on uh, Green Arrow. Um, there's some there's some Green Arrow in there, and there's it's a mixture. There's even Marvel. There's even some Marvel characters in there, like Gwen Stacy and, uh, like I said, the uh, the Iron Man arm. It's just, it's really neat. It's a really well done uh, fan film. We don't usually like to talk about fan films on the show just because it's so visual. But this was just a trailer. It's 40 seconds. It's a really quick look. It's actually releasing on Christmas Day, which is something to look forward to if you've already seen Star Wars, I suppose. 
yeah, the Star Wars. I'll see that well before Christmas Day. Yeah, I mean, not to not to get off on a tangent, but I I got tickets for uh, the twentieth of September or November, December. Oh gosh, what's happening to me? It's been a long. You're not going to go to the midnight showing, Ryan? No. Why? Why would I do such a thing? I could barely stay up. I can barely stay up till ten thirty, let alone. I'm going to the midnight showing, Ryan. So you're going, okay. So th- this is excusable. We're going to talk about Star Wars for a little bit because it's going to be a shorter show. But why? Why are you going to the midnight showing, Lou? That sounds like a bad idea. Uh, I had no intentions of going to the midnight showing, but then a uh, friend of mine called me and said, "So I'm thinking of doing something stupid." And I said, "Yeah, robbing a bank." And he goes, "Yeah, I think I want to go see Star Wars at the midnight showing." And I went. He's like, but I don't want to go alone. And I said, fine, I'll go with you. You've twisted my arm. I've been kind of wanting to go too. So we got tickets and we're going to the midnight showing. But not yeah. in 3D. For me, I, I, I've just wanted to see, I want to see it around the time that it that it comes out. Because I feel like if I don't go see it right away, I'm not going to go to theaters to see it. I'll just be I'll wait for DVD. I don't care. I won't be spoiled. But I think this is the type of movie that will be spoiled eventually just because it's going to get so much coverage. Um, so I decided to go Sunday because I hate packed theaters. I'm driving three hours to go see it with a friend. Uh, maybe not three hours, maybe like two, two and a bit to go see it with a friend in theaters with reserved seating so I can show up right when it starts, sit down in my seat, not have to worry about some asshat like stealing my seat. It's all reserved. It's all good. Um, I'm not a I'm not a huge Star Wars fan. I guess if I had to rank my like if I had to rank my sci-fi favorites, it would go Doctor Who, Star Wars, then Star New then New Star Trek, then old Star Trek's just not on the list. <laughs> I'm one of those guys. Ryan, just stop talking. I'm one of those terrible people that does not like old Star Trek. Just stop talking, Ryan. Just everything, everything that J.J. Abrams does, I'll, I, I'm, go, I'm golden. I'm right there with you. So new Star Trek, new Star Wars, and then if he if he directs an episode of Doctor Who, Ryan, will you be excited if zombies show up in Star Wars? I thought you were gonna say, Ryan, are you gonna stop talking? <laughs> um, I don't need zombies in everything. I think that's where people like get that whole argument of like. Zombies is oh it's got zombies in it. Ta- zombies are taking over all our favorite things. Like I don't need zombies and everything. I'm sure there are some sort of like equivalent in the Star Wars universe of zombies. Well, there are. Watch Clone Wars. There's zombie episodes. Oh, is there? Yes. Well, you just answered your own question. <laughs> well, let's hope they show up in this in this trilogy. I'll be excited. Yeah, maybe, maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Who knows? Probably not. I don't think they'll uh, they'll bring zombies in. But, Ryan, we've wasted the fans' talk long enough with Star Wars. We should talk about our big topic here. Ash versus Evil Dead. Zombie Topic of the Week. We've gotten my thoughts on how I enjoyed the first episode. But what do you think? That's what people want to know. Yeah, I, uh, I caught the... I caught the first three episodes. I, I have them all ready to go. I just haven't had a chance to actually watch them all. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Uh, uh, Bruce Campbell is fantastic in Ash vs. Evil Dead. He uh, he just really portrays... It, like He just slips right back into Ash 
as, as a character. And he's kind of a terrible person, which is fine, because that, I think that's his character. Like, he's kind of jaded. and then His character's kind of a terrible person just in general. Yeah, exactly. And he was in the other movies, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. He was just, he was not, and I mean, maybe, I don't know, he felt like a worse person in 3 than he was in 2. Like, he was, he was maybe he's just been getting more selfish as time goes on, but he's, he's incredibly selfish in, in the TV show until he actually realizes that, Oh right, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm not as good as I used to be. I'm not as limber as I used to be. Even though, he's uh, he's got some moves, uh, in this here show. Um, it feels very true to its origins of being like a B horror inspired type thing, where the the effects are are good but cheesy at the same time. Um, I don't know. I've been, I've been really enjoying it. Now, here's my other question for you. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the fact that it excludes Army of Darkness from the storyline? So is that... So it has, right? It's just a direct continuation of two. Of, it's a direct continuation of two because uh, the the studio it owns the rights to uh, Army of Darkness because they didn't call it Evil Dead. The studio still owns the rights to it or something like that. There's some kind of dispute about army of darkness so when they made the series they had to exclude army of darkness from the storyline well doesn't army of darkness end the same way as evil dead 2 and then he just goes back and he's working at the supermarket uh the 2 does not end with him in a supermarket it ends with him getting sucked back in time i guess i don't remember 2 very much but i remember 3 it's my favorite one um Which, so you just have to remember that he came back and was in a supermarket. That's all you got to remember. Yeah, and that's sort of a continuing line in this film where he's just working a dead-end job and just t- being a trailer park trash guy. And um, You know, you just kind of thought there was more there was more coming to him as, as a character, but he really hasn't evolved. He's been... And I, I don't know, like, what do you think his age is in this... in uh, the character's age in this in this show? He's supposed to be the same age he is in real life. Which is in his 50s. Okay, because I got the sense that was around where he was at. And uh, I don't know, he's just so immature, but he's he's kind of no, lovable. His, that's his character, is in all the movies. Well, except for the first one. In the first one, it, they didn't really know what they were making. Mm-hmm. So he was kind of like the goofy guy in that as well, but not as much. And in two, they kind of, they just... They adopted what was goofy about the first one and just embraced it, you know, in the second one. And you can see that that just kind of goes right through. It, at one moment, it, you're, 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 you're scared or it's gory horror. And the next minute, it is the next minute. It's a Three Stooges skit, you know. And then right after that, it's back to shooting zombies and killing stuff to a Three Stooges skit to a horror movie and you it, it they just the the way it blends is just done so well yeah and i'm i'm curious when it comes to the evil dead franchise like they've been trying to do a lot with it and it feels like this is the first thing since army of darkness that has really stuck and and really stuck with the franchise as well like the the reboot uh i didn't like it the reboot was just a typical like let's make a horror film like let's make a let's make a 2010 plus horror film with this 80s early 80s to to early 90s property and and it ends up not being anything like the original which is just what's the point because the main reason i like the evil dead franchise 
is because of its quirkiness not because it's torture porn and i want to watch someone cut their tongue in half on purpose like that sounds terrible to me i don't know about you but yeah no i've seen bits and pieces but i haven't watched the whole remake it just it was a lot of it's not what i like about modern horror it was a lot of the stuff i hate about modern horror i'm not big into body horror that's kind of the one type of horror movie i don't do and it looked like the remake was full of body horror so i was like eh, i don't think that this is for me yeah and the thing is it's like if you look at the franchise it's kind of a messed up franchise and that there really isn't canon so it makes sense to kind of like okay let's pick the key tenant of the evil dead franchise which is evil dead 2 and continue from there because you look at army of darkness it's just weird for its back in time stuff and then you look at Evil Dead, the reboot, and there's like an ending of... Spoiler alert, everybody. After the credits, there's a old Ash cameo where it's not really known if he's good or evil. He just kind of shows up and he's like, ha, 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 groovy. And that's that's the ending. And I think the sequel was supposed to feature an old Ash with these, with these teenagers fighting the Deadites and stuff. But the TV show is, is exactly what those who loved who loved the the original films is going to love in this tv show because it is a direct continuation which is unheard of these days when it comes to this right. type of stuff and when was the last time you heard about a tv show and a movie k- taking place in the same universe besides marvel movies well it's not even marvel movies like the what i what do i would equate it to is like star wars like the old st- we just talked about this but it's yep. a perfect example and then there was the old star wars and then they like you know they did the prequels but let's not talk about those and then they you know but now they're doing episode seven like no one in their right mind thought okay they'll probably reboot it at some point but they're not going to make episode seven han old han solo and old leia and old luke they're not going to do that that'd be crazy and but they are doing it and i think that it kind of goes to show that these properties with longevity have have an audience and Ash versus Evil Dead is a good ex- another great example of that. Uh, and it's very hard to do, though, and requires the original talent to actually want to do it. And I get the sense that Bruce Campbell is in love with what he's doing. This is something he's been wanting to do for years. Uh, if you've seen him at conventions and stuff, and they've talked about other movies, he's always been like, yeah, yeah, they want to do another movie. I'm in. They just got to call me, you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, now, in in terms of the show... The plot is sort of like he's old and he we, we covered we covered the first sort of episode, episode. On, on an old one where, you know, he reads from the book because he's drunk and or he's high. And, and, I, and I have to say, I think that that's kind of the weakest aspect of the show. Yeah, I agree is, with you. Is that he unleashed them all by accident and it wasn't as creative as I would like it to be. But I'm willing to forgive it because everything else about it is really great. Um I have to say my favorite episode is the episode where they show up. So his buddy, uh, I, you'll have to pardon me if I can't remember his name, but him and his buddy go to the other girl's house because she's gone home because her mother has shown up and she thought her mother was dead. And so Ash is like, this isn't good. We got to go get her. Mm-hmm. And she stole the, he thinks she stole the book. Yeah, that's yeah the second episode, I think. Yeah. And so they go to the house, and the best part is, is the woman that plays her mother is notoriously known for, like, playing people's mothers in TV shows yeah. and being, like, this sweet mother 
who like helps her kids and does all this stuff and they proceed to make you think that that give you this that is that what she is or is she a deadite is that what she is or is she a deadite is that what she is or is she a deadite and ash at every turn does everything he can to offend her hoping that she'll change and he just kind of looks like a douche Mm -hmm. and then bam she changes and the whole thing turns into a gore fest where they basically just kill her and the fact that they got that actress to show up and do that is amazing because that's totally not her sort of thing and I think the like I I agree like the the weakest part about the series has been its excuse. But when you really think about it, like leave it to Ash, the irresponsible bumbling fool, to survive thirty years without rising the uh, the eyebrows of the deadites to get high and then read from the book to impress a to impress a girl like that that works. It's not the most it's not the most elegant, but it's kind of like. You know what? We need Ash to screw up for a t- it's a TV for to make this series possible. Let's just do something incredibly stupid and get to the fun. And at, at, at a certain point, you just forget about it. It's like, ooh, the Deadites are back. They found them. It was bound to happen. Uh, and I just I, I like the whole road trip aspect of it. I like the mystery that they're sort of embedding with mm-hmm. um, uh, Lucy Lawless's character in the third episode. They start to set up the the way the uh, show is going to work and then it focuses on Ash and his merry band of uh, deadite fighters or what do they call the the gangbusters or something yeah and, and they, they do it it's really creative they do a really good job of like putting them all in the back seat of a car and that could be 20 minutes of the show is them in the backseat of the car, and you wouldn't even notice because you're so busy laughing at what's going on around them or the carnage going on outside the car that you don't even notice. And and that goes to show you just how well-written the show is. Yeah, it's well-written, well-acted. The effects are great and fit the tone of the show. Like, the the effects aren't, like, Walking Dead realistic. They are, uh, you know, they are uh, truthful to... if you've ever seen any of Sam Raimi's work on anything else, this is completely 100% a Sam Raimi production. Oh, it's so good. It's it's so it's different. It's exactly what I wanted from w- what I assumed a direct continuation of uh Evil Dead would be and I love the characters. Like I like the plucky sort of awkward kid who's with them who's like trying to impress the girl that just lost her parents and is coming along with them on the trip and i'm not a huge fan of how um clueless the cop is so far (laughs) like she's like kind of kind of a dingleberry uh the fbi agent fisher or whatever or no she's just a cop uh in that by the third episode she sees a demon that they summon in the third episode they um and i apologize to to people who are listening to this we're kind of jumping all over their spoilers and whatnot we're thinking once we get into a rhythm while walking dead is is out of place we'll get into a more week to week type thing but yeah we're um, going to probably get into this i think a little more week to week as as between walking dead so yeah uh but in the third episode she catches up with them ash uh, uh captures her let's say and and sort of uh handcuffs her to a to uh to the bookstore and they summon a demon thinking summon the weakest demon you can find so I can talk to it and get the information as to what we need to do next. And they, they happen to summon not the weakest demon, but a demon that preys on weakness. 
you know? Right. So it, it ends up not going so well, and the the cop sees the demon and still blames Ash, like, still tries to take him in, like, lady, <laughs> like, clue in. This it, is well, not that's, normal. That's because it's borrowing aspects from the B-movie True. You know, that's Eventually. a traditional B movie thing. I can forgive this sh- a show that's a that's buried in B movie for doing that. I can't forgive a show like Walking Dead making the same mistake because what that was my biggest gripe with Fear the Walking Dead is when it should have been like a B. It, it it wasn't trying to be B movie, but when it made B movie mistakes, you could could you could see it coming a mile away. Yeah. Well. I, I I so far have been really appreciating it, and and I think that um, because they are shorter half hour episodes, it hasn't been as predictable as I'm just sort of sitting back. That's I'm able to do that when I watch stuff. I just sit back, enjoy it, and like when shit happens, shit happens, right? I don't usually like oh this is gonna happen. I mean I did know in that third episode like someone was gonna break the circle and the demon was gonna get out, but. I just I don't know I really appreciate that this is the thing and that it's happening and if if you at all watched and enjoyed any of the Evil Dead films like this is your jam like you need yeah. to go out and watch this series because and it is as a far as I know it has been picked up for a second season I believe yep it has yeah which is so. which is crazy and I mean if you want if you want an, a new Evil Dead movie um, the best way to get that is to watch and share and just talk about the show. And I, I should plug uh, something here. Mm-hmm. Um, this is on Stars. Yeah. Which, if you have cable, Stars is it, it, it's, it's one of the premium price channels. Um, but Amazon here in the states, if you're a, a, a U.S. listener, Amazon has now made access to Stars through Amazon Prime really? uh, for an additional, I think it's eight bucks a month. Uh, you get access to all of the movies and shows on Stars at the moment, and you can get this week to week on Stars while it's while it's airing right now for eight nine. I think it's eight ninety nine a month. A month. Wow! And on top of that, uh, if you're interested and you have you are a Prime member, you get seven day free trial, so you can get caught up with us real quick. Yeah, they are short episodes. They're very easy to get through, and you'll find yourself kind of like just chomping through them. You'll the be like, oh, re- wait, it's over? Oh, wait, it's over? Yeah. The only reason I haven't um, the only reason I haven't actually watched all of it is because when we found out Bob was going to be busy and, and he's been watching them too, I figured, well, if we are going to like deep dive into Ash vs. Evil Dead, probably should save some of our conversation, like the second half of our conversation when Bob gets back. And I know, right. I know Bob's going to dig this show, and it's... I can't wait! I can't wait for us to talk about it with Bob because it's such a clip-worthy show. He's going to get gold out of this thing. Yes, he is. It's the 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 stuff that Bruce that Ash says, and I love that all the demons call him Ashley. I love it. I know that's from the movie, but I still love it. It's so good. It's just it's so well done. Uh, even the effects are, are well done. Like there's some CG in there, like with dolls and stuff that that turns out really good. Yeah, at first you think it's going to be a little, like, like bad CG, and then five seconds later you go, oh no, they did the bad CG on purpose, and it's not totally awful CG, it was done because they're going to do some kind of wacky effect with it. And that's in, that ends up being what they do. Yeah, it's, it's really, 
it's just such a good series. Uh, I think anybody, like I said, anybody who loves Evil Dead needs to go out and watch this. And it's Bruce Campbell uh, doing what Bruce Campbell does best. Crazy and wacky and all kinds of fun. So I, I, I highly recommend it. I'm always it. for more Bruce Campbell work. The man does not get enough enough act. He does not get enough roles in Hollywood. Well, I mean, m- most of his... I don't, I've never watched Burn Notice, so I only know him from his wacky Shame stuff. on you, sir. Shame Is Burn on Notice you. good? Burn Notice is, if you ever liked watching reruns of the A-Team, Burn Notice is the modern day recreation of the A-Team. Really? Yes. So Burn Notice has seven seasons. Holy crap. USA Network. What the hell is that? That's a TV channel here in America. Is Bruce Campbell a bad guy? He's not one of the main characters. He's a a main character. He's in every episode. Hmm. All right, and he and he's worth watching the show for completely. And is it a U.S. network exclusive uh, original you programming? Sh- yes, you should be able to get it on Netflix. I think. Oh well, probably not here. The Are you sure? Is, I I don't I don't think so. Uh, maybe maybe Show Me it uh, has it on Show Me maybe. There's always uh, nefarious ways you can I get a know, hold of it. There's always, but there's so much out there like that I can watch legitimately that it's kind of yeah. like Okay, live. I will tell you right now. Burn Notice is a great show to watch while you're doing something else. See, I don't know who I was talking to, but I, th- I said, you know what I need to do is I need to take up another MMO so I can catch up on my podcasts and all the freaking TV shows that I'm not watching right now. No, but it, it's one of those shows that it's like... Oh, you're doing housework or you're cleaning your living room instead of listening to music or something put that on in the background and just kind of watch it out of the corner of your eye literally you it's one of those shows so much of it is done with dialogue that you literally can watch it oh realize there's an action sequence coming and stop watch the three minutes of the action sequence and go okay back to cleaning okay i'm listening and and, and everything is witty dialogue so right so in canada Burn notices on Showcase, so I might actually get Showcase. I don't know. Anyways, this is not. This is like legitimately not zombie related. But anyways, this is not zombie related. But it's Bruce Campbell. It's as good as zombie related. My favorite Bruce Campbell films are his cameos in Spider Man, which is not at all a true statement. That was your bad zombie joke of the week, everybody. So Ryan, we've bored these people enough with our talk of Ash versus Evil Dead. Bored. Why Why don't you tell them where they can find us? I wouldn't use bored. I would use the word delighted. Sure. So if you want to do that, I'm just going to edit delighted in when, when I do this. But anyways, yeah, if you want to find out more about us, you can go to zombiesatemypodcast.com where you can find all kinds of incredible links like our Patreon link, patreon.com slash the uh, – shit. Ha <laughs> ha. Yeah. Somebody does too many podcasts. I'm going to edit that out. Patreon. <laughs> I've been doing that a lot lately. <laughs> this is what the beauty of not doing a live show. Patreon. Maybe I won't edit it out. Maybe I'll forget patreon.com slash zombies ate my podcast you can also email us info at zombies ate my podcast.com twitter at zombies podcast facebook google plus all that fun business you can all follow us individually on twitter at r murphy myself lou at busy zombie lord and uh bob who we miss terribly at bobbert f finally a quick shout out to joel duggan for the artwork fantastic stuff go check it out on all the links i just referenced and much much more and if you want to see more of his work, go to joelduggan.com. Oh, and I should plug one more thing. Yeah. Um, I will be on an upcoming episode of Trivia Geeks as well as you, I believe. Nice. I need to figure out when they're going to post that. That was a lot of fun. Uh, you're going to enjoy that show. 
I, 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 I'm sure I will. Yeah, it'll be good. We'll, we'll, we'll spread the, the links. Remember, when surrounded by zombies, just pray for Ash. Yeah, are the Deadite zombies? They're, they are returned from the dead. They're sort of like zombies. Do they bite? They more tear. They more threaten to tear. I don't know if there's been legitimate. Eh, they're considered close enough to zombies. I agree. I agree. Yeah.